Hey crew, we wanted to let you know before the show starts that we have some new ways to support the show. That's right. Not only have we been streaming regularly at twitch.tv slash yayotalkshow, which has included Rowdy Games of Uno, Smasher Pass, where you, the viewer, can push us further on our reasoning as to why we chose one or the other, and other moments that live exclusively on that Twitch, but also... We've opened up a Yayo Talk Show merch store. Either look in the description of this episode for the link or go to tinyurl.com slash yytshop to pick up a variety of cool stuff featuring art from our very own Molly Flood and Al McClellan Jr. Good luck spelling that one. Yeah! Um, <laughs> Molly and I are going to be working on updating the store with new designs and new products as frequently as we can. <laughs> If you want to be the first person to hear about new designs, make sure you're following us either on our Twitch or on Twitter at Yayo Talk Show. We'd probably still be doing all of this whether we had the show or not, but we're happy that you've made the decision to join us. Whether you're a new fan like Caden or been with it for decades like the rest of us, we're happy to have you here. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Hi everybody, it's me again. I just wanted to come through with a bit of a content warning. Later on in this episode, we discuss terms and descriptions which may be triggering for those who suffer from trypophobia. For those who would like to enjoy this episode while still avoiding the topic, we do give warning before we begin discussing it in the episode proper. And for those looking to enjoy the movie, be warned that scenes later on in the film may serve as a trigger for trypophobia. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Yo! Yo, talk don't give it up, Molly. Dreamin'. Don't give it up, Marco. Dreamin'. Don't give it up, Kayla. Don't They talk about the show, this group of four friends. Been going for a million years, there's no end. Watching every arc and saga, no sleep. It's the king of anime. 1,000 episodes deep. Yayo, 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 talk show. Talking about One Piece. It's the name of the podcast. We're not on by. What's up, wenches, privateers, and non-binary buccaneers? Welcome aboard the most chaotic One Piece podcast on the Grand Line Internet. There, I said it right, not to confuse anybody. Let's introduce the crew. First, the captain of the Kruno Pirates, Molly D. Simpy. It's me! Wild theorist, Caden Jensen. Yo! And somebody that we're really going to need this time, <laughs> the resident laugh doctor, Al McClellan. The laughter has died. No! <laughs> uh, and I'm Brave Warrior of the Sea, the internet's Mark Vidonica. Welcome, everybody. Uh, today's show, we're talking about another movie. Argue, not not argue. Okay, I'll say arguably one of the greatest movies in the whole One Piece <laughs> film pantheon. Ooh. But definitely the best non-Oda movie of the One Piece film Mark, pantheon. Mark- Mark, I'll say it. It's the best One Piece movie. It's the one. Oh, it's the best boy. one. I'll say Whoa. it. I'll make eye contact really? with Oda. I will. I will make the eye contact only... with Oda and say that. <laughs> the only thing I would that would cement it for me is if it if they like weaseled in a way to make some of the stuff canon and happen. Like that's oh, yeah. really the only thing that's keeping me from doing it because there's some stuff from Strong World and Beyond that is like, okay, well, maybe not all of these events are canon, but that's canon and that like you can point at stuff and be like, okay, we see that in that the can show. be canon that enough. Enough. That that yeah. can fit in well enough into the rest of this without being too too obscure or too anything like that. In, in context, Strong World is the first Oda film. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah, and, and, uh, and everything case... from there, everything from there is written by Oda. So I think that's hey, 
three what? or four movies at this point? <laughs> what, mm-hmm. mo- what movie are we talking about? We didn't say the name. No, because Molly cut me off. We're talking about Verona Matsuri <laughs> and The Secret Island, which is movie six. Uh, and and dear God, like um, Al was talking about it in, in one of our chat rooms of posting, like the poster is like, ah. I'm going gonna, gonna to drop flowers. it in there again right now. There's, plowers, yeah. there's flowers, there's fun, there's our crew, everybody. Yeah, I was time. really confused. I was really, I was, okay, 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 okay. Uh, allow me a moment here. I'm going to say from, I, 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 and I hope I'm I'm not speaking out of turn. We're really not going to touch too much on the plot. Please watch this movie. It's so good. Oh, wow. Oh, it's so like we've talked about like every movie, every movie we've done so far was we've kind of like barreled through the basics of the of the plot. We've actually done it point for point. I don't want to do that because there's so much good stuff here. Why don't we do this? You you hear how excited we are. We're we're only a couple of minutes in at this point. If you're like, eh, I'll just even you know, I know I know there are a couple of people that have reached out and are like, yeah, I don't I don't necessarily watch One Piece, but I still listen to the show, or I'm not caught up, but I still listen to the show. Hit pause. Thank you for listening. Hit pause. Go don't go and away. This, don't go, go away. And watch, just go pause. watch this movie. Just go and watch this movie. And come back because we will not be held uh, res- accountable for some things that we may or may not say that will totally spoil this movie. So the... we're not, not going to completely avoid everything. But if you like this, this will be the last chance of if you don't want to turn any, back now, turn back now, go watch this movie, because whether you're a One Piece fan or not, this is a this is a very good movie. And you you need nothing more than to watch this movie you understand the relationships between the the interpersonal relationships of the crew um like everybody gets a a a show of what makes them special uh and the the quality of the animation is second to none holy crap like this is this is a great entry point movie for people you want to try and like get into the series like you could just show them this and then they'll be like all right (laughs) i get it (laughs) Um, the issue, though, with uh, some of the previous movies we've been watching is that this is actually another movie that you can't stream anywhere. You, I, you might be able to find the DVD somewhere, but at the moment, uh, for whatever reason, it's still not. Uh, I think Funimation has all of uh, Mamaru's movies right now, but it still doesn't have this movie as well. Um, so then they don't. Yeah, it's, it's almost, almost all of them. The Not next thing. Yeah, the next movie we'll watch will be the first movie that's easy for everyone to stream, I think. Right. And find Digimon the movie from 2000. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, sadly, this is a little harder to find. But which is, man. So there are two names that that are are behind that that are easily recognizable that are behind the production of this movie, and that is the. Uh, the writer who mm. is Masahiro Ito, who yeah. is yeah, uh, <laughs> if, if that name, yep. if that rings, yeah. if that name rings a bell for you, he is uh one of the main uh writers, designers, art directors from Silent Hill, uh-huh. yes! uh, the, the video game series, not not the film series, the video game series, just to be sure. Um, uh, uh, and one t- through four origins, and then he did something for a, an offshoot, which was uh, uh, Cage of Cradle, um, which was uh, something on the side. Uh, more recently, he's done stuff with uh, World of Tanks, and 
I'm sorry, uh, Metal Gear Survive, which yeah, no, game no, not not, not super great. Game not super great, but like their art direction. Uh, just any, anyway, sorry. <laughs> like, if you're a fan of James Sunderland, you'll like this. Too. You'll like this. But on top of mm-hmm. uh, Masahiro Ito, it was directed by Mamoru Hosoda, who, mm-hmm. if 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 you don't recognize the name, you will recognize Digimon the movie, Girl Who Left Through Time, Summer Wars, Wolf Children, Boy and the Beast, Mirai. Like, holy mm-hmm. shit. Bell coming out this year. Bell coming out this year. Bell so excited. And it looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And and so you you take that. You take one of the, the Odyssey of anime and you attach Masahiro Ito and Mamoru Hosoda to that and you get Baron of Matsuri in the Secret Island, which is uh, like to, uh, the cover <laughs> is so deceptive. Yes. I was expecting something so different, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. wow, this is going to be a, a lot more. And then, uh, like, I should have known. I should have known. Like, it's... I really, really, really should have known. Knowing, 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 uh, knowing Mamoru, like entirely, like it's all deceptive. Like Summer Wars has a very similar, like, oh, look at that. That looks really cool. But, but it's. Uh, but, you guys definitely got Doki Doki Literature Club on purpose. Oh, like great. Mark and I have <laughs> specifically didn't say anything about the severity this movie turns uh, on purpose. I love that. Listen, I love that stuff. I mean, you all know that like, I'm the horror bitch. I love this stuff. <laughs> like, just give me. It's like, oh wow, that's that's really like that's messed up. That's super. That's super. I'm like, the horror wow, that's beyond. That's beyond. Like all sorts of. Yeah, gimme, 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 gimme. I love that. Please more. Like I uh, don't eat. That's a whole other podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, to to kind of start at least going going through the concept of this movie. Uh, we meet up with the Straw Hats on the ship on ongoing Mary, which is nice to see. But we they find they get this map. It it shows up somewhere with this invitation to this island for these. So like there's spas, there's food, there's beautiful women, and but there there's a challenge to see if you are the pirates among pirates among pirates. There is a way to prove yourself, and and that allures most of them, not all of them. Usopp's like it's a trap. <laughs> You beautiful boy, I I love you so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. But and Robin, I love Robin's just like, hmm. No, go ahead, go ahead. You want to talk about Robin? We can talk about Robin the whole time, like for like an hour. You want to talk about Robin, please? The, just the the, I, I'll I'll hand this off to to Al or Molly, whoever wants to go first. But even within these like first 10, 15 minutes, as we're getting onto the island and no and listening to the concept, the sets, the composition, the coloring. Everything is mm-hmm. like I, I put it in in Thousand Sunny in our, in our main chat room of like when this when this podcast if we have any sort of lick of uh, of recognition for this and we can rec- and we can like have an event I want it to be us putting this movie on the big screen for a crowd because yeah. oh my gosh yes yeah. so gorgeous I got Al the Mom DVD wanna... <laughs> I got the DVD because yeah. it's not you're not supposed to have it so it's the DVD. The BBD. The BBD. I'm going to gush about it for a hot mm-hmm. minute. Um, Go. From a technical standpoint, this does everything the previous One Piece movies tried to do, but like <laughs> to the nth level. Like the yeah. whole one shot of going through that village before, we have a one shot going through this forest like later in the film that it's just all of these gorgeous 
paintings. Like that every single frame is a highly detailed background painting. Mm-hmm. And everything is color graded to fit the mood. Like before this, most One Piece content in general is just matching the anime. And in this, they're using color grading to shift the mood. Like mm-hmm. this entire early sort of like eerie sepia feeling like sets the stage for the rest of the movie and it's just so good scene after scene of like i didn't know they could do that in one piece oh they're doing this even more in one piece and we finally get to like the hotel like okay also this is a movie about an isolated hotel with a strange like a strange lack of people living there and something weird starts to happen. It's 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 Stephen King the anime. <laughs> I could go on some more, but I'm gonna let Molly. I, I come think in. we're go- I think we're going like we're gonna keep coming back to it because yeah. As as we're thinking of these different parts of the movie, there are the like I said, Caden, before you joined the call of every shot. I want I I could hang on a wall. Yeah, like ev- just I, I and I said it already. The composition is ju- it's just. It's all a work of art. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in terms of like One Piece as a whole, every One Piece movie, the manga um, and anime, uh, this movie does something that I haven't seen repeated yet, which is in the very first like part of the movie where we're character introing everybody on the crew, where we're seeing Luffy on the masthead and then uh, Robin's like talking about the the letter they just found in a, a bottle out in the ocean. Um, we have these quick character profiles, like Nami turning, but her entire background is maps. So, you know, she's the navigator. And then Sanji's in the kitchen and uh, his whole background is pots and pans and herbs and things like that. And then Chopper's in his doctor office and it's like covered in doctor's books and doctor's tools and things like that. And I haven't seen them do that like at, at any other point and it's so effective in like if you knew nothing about one piece you could grasp who these characters are from just mm-hmm. the, the cues they give you in that one minute and it's in the first minute of the movie like it's it is those, so those tiny boiled down vignettes of yeah like, and you even get it, you get it you get it moving on <laughs> even the people who don't get backgrounds you still get who they are like robin mm-hmm. is the one who is reading the message and usopp is the one who's holding the bottle and is suspicious and Zoro's off to the side, like pumping iron, like who's like very disinterested in what's happening, but is willing to go along with it, depending on what Luffy says. He's the muscle head. Like, like yeah. everybody, everybody gets the muscle head. The oh god damn it! Really? Really? Wow! I can't believe so I can't much. believe this is a fourteen-minute podcast. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, everybody. Have a good day. End it on a good note. <laughs> All right, play the play the outro music. We don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> I said that we needed it, and oh boy, Al, you're coming in strong today. Holy cow! Woof. <laughs> so, so we get we get this introduction to the crew as we hit this deserted island. Everybody is just like, okay, this is this is goofed. Something's goofed. But that's when we meet Baron Amatsuri and his crew and the whole island of these people that like something's off immediately. Like if, (laughs) if, Mm -hmm. if if we didn't know what we were kind of in for, it's like, all right, we know something's going to turn. When is it going to turn? All right. Everybody has sprouts on their heads. This is interesting. But even, even before that, when they arrive at the Island, before they see any of the tricks and the glamor, like the very first show of them on the Island, it's just like 
really like pale uh, background and everyone being like, this, this oh, is the, true. this is true, the true. island. And like the only one who's happy to be there is Luffy. Who's just running around excited to like explore. But everyone else is like, they set it up immediately where it's like, uh, nothing, something's not right here. Like deserted islands and like the mood is set. And then when they start going towards the trap is when that's when all the glamour and the glitz come out. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, it, it tells you right away something's wrong, especially with the palette in that scene. It's very much like... It's misty, faded, like the visibility's really low. A burgundy sky, like it's almost like blood on the horizon. Oopy. But yeah, it's just like, it's immediately kind of follows up with Us- what Usopp said, which is it's a trap. And then they start making their way and it's like, oh, just kidding. Like, just ignore your intuition because look at all this like great, the stuff that we came here for is here and like we're ready to go. And even the like, quote unquote, uh, you know, antagonists, villains or whatever you want to call them in the movie are still these just like really fun looking super mario sunshine villager uh <laughs> well the <laughs> i go back to something that Caden put in chat like and and i always go back to it because we have it pinned is anytime we arrive on a new <laughs> island it's just, who are these freaks <laughs> yeah pretty much the, the freak of the week in uh one piece omatsuri means festival right it's just like yeah. matsuri yeah baron so festival just, yeah it's in for a good time, right? That's what it's all about. Yeah, I, that's. I mean, that's the whole thing. It's just like, oh, they, it's it's a uh, it's a festival island, right? Because it's a uh, Matsuri. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, uh, nothing can go oh. wrong. This is a literature club. Nothing. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. We're just we're just passing through this. I mean, Silent Hill sounds like such a lovely place. I'm sure they have a great diner, and it's going to be super chill. Oh, you know what? We can, we, can, we can stop here on our way to Raccoon City. It's all, it's all mm-hmm. great. Don't like that. Raccoon City. <laughs> Raccoon City. <laughs> That's their signature dish at the diner. Uh, Katie, you, you've been gushing uh, so far. Um, and one of the things that I, I keep looking at this poster, this, this DVD cover, whatever, and I just, there is an iconic shot of as they're being sort of like told about the, uh, the ordeal of hell. Uh, and there's this, I'll, I'll just say it, this perfect shot of Robin in that iconic hat and shawl of mm-hmm. just like that, frame that, get it signed yeah. by anybody who's ever had any sort of design with the character, yeah. put it on your wall and just love. What were some of your first like intuitive thoughts upon like, all right, this, this is what we're already in the plot already. What, what's going on? I'll be honest, uh, my brain has been fried lately. So I'm just like, I'm just going to sit back and I'm going to just like <laughs> theorist mind off, just going to sit back and enjoy this movie. And my brain went full, complete, just like, Ooh, you know, like <laughs> TV, like, you know, it's like, and this concludes our broadcast day. Just kind of like cut this white static noise. The moment there was the scene of Robin looking at the map and kind of looking over everything and holding the... <laughs> holding the, the the little my brain's just like not working the compass uh yeah. the, and blog post. post thank you my brain um and i'm just like yeah i'm gonna like this movie <laughs> so, like, just like that was it was just there was so much like i was expecting stuff like i was expecting stuff because i'm i'm a huge fan of mamaru and like i've I own every single movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, this is the one that eluded me. Apparently, but 
Every single time Mamoru does a movie, I'm immediately invested and enthralled uh, with, with like the visual storytelling of it all. And there's a lot of little tells, which is why my brain is just like looking back at this, 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 this poster, this cover, this DVD cover. I'm looking at it, I'm just like, it's so obvious now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so obvious now. Like mm-hmm. knowing everything, uh, it should have been so like, Caden, you know what's going to happen here. You know what's going to happen here. But I was just like, no thoughts, head empty into this. That I got to be like, you know, genuinely just like, oh, yeah, that's right about everything. Instead of, you know, expecting something around every turn. That said, I'm going to say something that will probably have Molly going, yeah, what? Right? Um, What was up with Usopp going like, it's like, I know we're in time skip territory in, in, for where I am, but like, this feels like, I'm I'm just saying this, like, there's a lot of like, Mm -hmm. Usopp in the time skip, in Usopp's like, outfits and design. Yeah. And I'm just like, ooh, uh. It was one of those things. It's like, when did you get hot? What happened? Yeah. Okay, but it's like the very, the very first shot of Usopp in this movie. They make a point to not have him wear his bandana. Like they just like fully embrace his hairstyle, and I love that. I love that they immediately put his immediately start spinning everyone's wardrobe and like the best like in a way that like the people who are doing it know who these characters are and like the best way. It feels authentic. And again, yeah, Luffy's wearing like a hoodie. Yeah. He is. But yeah, but it's still like it's still the same silhouette as like what we're used to, which is like a red vest. Like it's like a zip up hoodie with no sleeves. Like the sleeves have been ripped off. And it's just it's so it's so good. And like even they they all have like at least three except for Luffy, like at least three wardrobe changes like on the ship, their first uh appearance on the island. No, they have four actually. The well, some of them. Some of them have four. The, the race, they have a different outfit and then the dinner, they have a different outfit. Um, so the, it's just like, but every outfit hits perfectly. Uh, I think like the one I would say that doesn't really is Sanji's outfit in the race where it's kind of this like medieval, uh, open chest with vest kind of look. It's like a downgrade from his usual suits, which is interesting, but, um, <laughs> it was a Ren fair that day. Yeah. And I'm like reaching here. <laughs> like, it's like, I really have very little to complain about in this movie. Um, and that I'm just like trying to find something to nitpick with that at least. There's um, always time to complain about Sanji. Yeah, man. <laughs> there you go. I love I love Usopp's outfit for the for the dinner. The yeah. His outfit for the dinner. I love it so much. Um it felt like uh like there was this like antagonistic like thought process throughout the entire movie too where it's just like hey you're on this island and it was trying to like split them up intentionally and it worked like Mm -hmm. obviously it it worked that was kind of like the through line of everything but it felt organic and it wasn't just like oh yeah of course this is going to happen blah 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 and it's like yeah of course it's going to happen but you're just like oh well you know it's like I wish they would like have you know it's like they should just talk this out it's like you're genuinely concerned like you would be in the show Unlike the other movies we watch where it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit the plot point. Got it. Okay, cool. Next plot point. Let's go, go, go. Move, move, move. This felt like it had the pacing of the show, uh-uh. which is which is different for everything else. This, in the sense of similar to Dead End Race, at least in a little bit, we got this was all character with a little bit of yes. plot. Like, Absolutely. It, it, was, it was utilizing 
the the natural pushes and pulls of our crew to put them into these situations and try to get them out of these situations. We got, you know, sort of not necessarily dumbed down, but uh, crystallized versions of certain stuff that we see on the show of Robin's curiosity and just knowledge of the world. Mm-hmm. Chopper's definite, just childlike curiosity. And, and even like when it came, you know, with, with the movie so far, there's always been like movie only characters that are like, eh, well, I guess they have to be in this movie, but mm-hmm. the ones that are in this movie are integral to our team winning and don't invest a lot of time. Like it, we get the idea of why they're there because everybody is there for the same reason. And we understand a lot faster what they've sort of been through. And we, yeah. and by putting children in danger, that adds an, an extra sense of like, Oh God. And then like, there's every, like this is the final project of the one piece movies of, okay, this has a little bit of everything. This has uh, everybody sort of doing what makes them tick. And we have to have movie exclusive characters, but they all help. And we, we, eh, we kind of remember them. Mm-hmm. There, there is some stuff that lives on in sort of like GIF form on on Twitter or GIF form if you're nasty. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> the, the, every, I guess I'm nasty. I mean, I didn't want to say it, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means. But uh, every uh, everything in this movie, at the very least, you care about. Even when yeah. you learn what happens to the Baron's crew, and you learn the the stakes of who and what everybody you've met on the island is, there's still a thing of like, oh my God, this is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I wish that revelation didn't happen so late. That's that, uh, like, if I'm, if I'm to nitpick, which like, this is the only way you're going to get me to complain about this movie is to mm-hmm. like, find those little things. Like I would have loved a little bit more. I would have loved yeah. that little bit, like extra into the, the, the character moments with, uh, Omatsuri at the end, because, it just it, it i wanted to like be happier for him in the end mm-hmm. if i'm i'm trying so hard to dance around the things oh but so i mean we get we get the tease that's that's essential we get the reveal i think super early and in this being like my i don't know how many times i've watched this movie but this being my fourth fifth sixth whatever th- time watching this movie <laughs> you notice <laughs> you notice a lot more things and when they're looking at the wanted poster Mm -hmm. you know chopper notices one thing in particular but if you look at everything else around you go wait you you go additionally that's not the only thing wrong with this picture and there are a couple of things where it's like (laughs) i just wanted to say that because we learned that they were the red the red arrow pirates Mm -hmm. uh that technically makes omatsuri the red baron and oh, we didn't have yeah. one pizza in this entire. Damn. There is a lot of like World War One imagery mm, throughout yes. this. Like, like brief is basically just straight out of World War One. A very yeah. old style. Uh, we'll call it a toothbrush mustache. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even the I will say like back to an earlier thought of the 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 rando people in this movie that just need to be here for some plot a little bit. At least like they did their homework of like making it interesting, but also being like pretty crucial to the plot. Um, But even like the must like brief, like 
he's not just like a guy and it's not even like the motif from like the the world war but it's like he's also charlie chaplin and they do like a whole bit they do a whole bit a whole of, character introduction is like a silent film scene like yeah it's nope. and it's it's great ragtime piano and everything that was like something I didn't get watching this the first time in the 2000s was like that whole, even though I knew who he was and I had watched a bunch of stuff like Charlie Chaplin stuff, I just never made that connection. And watching it this time around, I'm like, this is genius. This is something that like went over my head entirely. And like so much of it, like everything that had to do with that character, there was a bit like that when Luffy was trying to figure out how to leave and he kept coming in. Like it wasn't even like the Baron like influencing that bit. It was just like the the t- the tunnels he dug. But it was but still like key, like small rock, pebble, yeah. yeah, stone. He's and he's got a giant thing over his head just as if it goes. Hey, wait! Oh, yeah, and, and like oh, the, great physical comedy. Panicking. It was like the, his entire character motif was around those rules. Um, and cutting through all of that, literally of. Him going like, hey, join my crew. That snaps Luffy out of it instantly. And he goes, no, smack, grab. What did you say to me? Yeah. And like, even when Luffy wanted to leave, like he did a little bit of the bit and then like immediately found where the door was behind the bookshelf. And it's just like, when Luffy puts his mind to it, like he cuts the bit. He's like, cut the crap, you know, like he gets gets through <laughs> it. But I'll, I'll pose this question to Al and Caden because I know where in the movie that I... Uh, the first time that I was like, something's not right here. But for you guys watching, what was the scene where you're like, uh, what, like something, is it, is there something not right here? Is there, wait, hmm. Like, I, when did you start questioning? Like, <laughs> can, I, can I go first? Yeah. Uh, the moment I saw the flower's face on his shoulder, I was just like, ah, okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Flowers here. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Wow, geez, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that that is definitely uh, like that thing. I'm just like, you're too happy. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. I definitely mm-hmm. don't like this whatsoever. Um, but it was like it was such a brief moment that like it's like you see it and you're just like, okay, this this has raised several red flags. But then it yoinks you out of that moment so quickly that mm-hmm. you, you almost don't have time to react that way. Um. Unless you know kind of, you know, the the rhyme and the reason and the flow of, of Mamoru's movies or movies similar to, you know, the 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 hidden evil kind of a theme, then, you know, you don't know what you're looking at. And it's just like, oh, that's cool. And then it's just gone. Uh, but like that was the the like, there it is. They do, <laughs> I found it. Point there. They, they do such a subtle thing with that too where they even give the flower like its own panel for a second and the one who is noticing yep. the flower is robin and mm-hmm. usually in these movies if it's not robin taking a moment to be like that's pretty sus it's usually zoro but it usually was zoro previously because it was either he didn't trust robin or like she wasn't around to be sus also like the costume of the flower initially is like, is it a dress? But it's a bid. I thought it was a cravat because the guy has one too. It could be. I, I assume that, yeah, I assume that they were matching, but that's a great observation now. It's <laughs> very, it's very innocent and childlike. And th- again, if you know anything about uh, Mamoru's movies, there are two things that, that he likes to do. It's subvert you with a lot of different, like, 
very colorful, very uh, innocent type of imagery, and then flip the script on that, and then give the child characters of the movie the you know the the most impactful uh, either lines or uh, intent in the films. Like even in this one, like it was like the moment, like moment near what like. Uh, uh, near the last third of the movie there was uh, dj some, uh well i mean yeah there was with 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 dj and then with uh uh the the younger daughter of mm. of the papa the, we never get his name yeah. it's papa we never get his name it's pa okay cool uh i was, I was trying to remember he's the, the captain of the, the tea room pirates or whatever yeah which i listen the tea room pirates is the greatest name ever i love mm -hmm. that so much the moment i saw that it's like I love this. Uh, but yeah, uh, the, the little flower was just like, you're bad. I don't like you. I've had enough of, I've had enough of your kind. I mean, there, there's plenty of moments uh, where it's just like, oh, I don't like this. But to see the youngest member of Baron's crew turn to him and say, why can't I die? Oh god! Like, oh. So like the, the the all staring eyes, but the pupils are a little bit too far apart, like to actually yeah. be looking at him. It's or more of like he's not a thousand thousand year stare. Thousand year stare, good way to put it. Um, His answer is just try not to think about it. Wrong. <laughs> was uh, what was your moment when you were like something's not right? For me, I I went into this blind. I didn't know the director or the writer or anything, and I was like, this color grading is really interesting, and. <laughs> For some reason, in the back of my mind, there's this motion direction that Mamoru does specifically mm -hmm. when characters mm -hmm. are like giving fanfare, uh -huh. and it's like when when the Baron stuck his arms out to say welcome, like that kind of overbend and return. Sorry, I hit a plate. Okay. <laughs> I was I'm I'm doing the motion right now, but like that to me, like put my hackles up because I'm just like, what the fuck? What is yeah. that about? What is that yes. energy? Who are and you? It, it's like we didn't even quite see the flower yet, and I'm just like something. I mean, of course, it's a movie. There's going to be conflict yeah. somewhere, but that mm. unsettled me, like to my bones. Just like I don't know what's going to happen. There's something really creepy in that one motion, and I don't know what it is. And I'm not going to ask questions. Maybe it's fine. And I should have started asking more questions. <laughs> <laughs> I love the I love the moment early on um, where, and and maybe this is just maybe this is just kind of like a. Uh, it's it's a camera trick because Sanji's not talking to the audience. Sanji's talking to everybody who's behind him. But it is that great moment of Sanji turning towards the camera and being just like, he's an idiot. And then like mm -hmm. several seconds, several scenes later, it's just like, yep, oh, see, was, he's an idiot. And it's I just was like, gonna say, that whole oh, Muchigoro Usopp chopper scene where where mm -hmm. Usopp's talking a big game and they're like, oh my God, I'm so worried. Like, Sugoi, Sugoi. It, that kicking his feet sneaks yes. up against that that sneaks up on you of like okay cool we're having fun here nothing to worry about and you don't think about it because you're having too good of a time it's a mm -hmm. great a great uh misdirect i wanted to bring up really quickly the voice of baron Amatsuri is uh akio otsuka who is the voice of solid snake Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> the voice of all for one. Yeah, uh, and we've met him on the show, Blackbeard. Dun, yeah, dun, dun. <laughs> and and I'll say one more, Molly. This will make you shiver. Xehanort. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> no. Oh, you get wait, wait which one? This is very important. There's it like 18 the various incarnations of Xehanort. Okay. Well, that doesn't so... give me anything. <laughs> Molly. <laughs> so, Master Xehanort? Yeah. And yeah. Terra Xehanort slash Ansem. Okay. Yeah, okay, he's got cool. the like the the deep vibrato. I knew exactly who. Uh, yeah, but just like, from you, this, you can't piece. say Xehanort and just like walk away from it. That one, <laughs> you know, that one Xehanort. Remember, remember in Sid and Calum where there's thirteen of them. Yeah, Xehanort parentheses <laughs> old man. To me, y'all are just making sounds. <laughs> I'm so Al. I'm so happy for you. No, <laughs> you don't I'm have not. To worry about not. any of the BS it's so that's good, in our head. Though. It's oh. so good. I love. I love Kingdom Hearts. Mark, do you remember? <laughs> I don't. I'm just gonna assume you watched this movie when you're on that binge in college. But do you do you remember the scene uh, that originally? I think I was worried about Chopper being out by himself. Mm-hmm. Like and being like, oh, I'm just gonna go check on stuff. I'll be right back. And it being just a ghost town, I was like, ooh, <laughs> very concerned. Very. Con- my child has been left alone. My yeah. my kid is lost <laughs> in the mall. And very, um, but then on, on top of that, there there are different small moments as stuff starts to pick up. And even when you have moments of Luffy's got this, there are times of, oh God, maybe he doesn't have this. How <laughs> like not necessarily. I know it's that mindset of this is a movie. We're going to resolve some stuff. We've got X amount of time left, but there are certain moments where you're just like, well, how's it, how's it going to get out of this? And mm-hmm. uh, I'll ne- I will never forget when it's that the final face off and the Baron fires an arrow and it stops and mm-hmm. it turns at Luffy and yeah. it keeps chasing. it. I was just like, Oh no. Oh no. That's bad. <laughs> bad. I gotta, I gotta include this for for anybody who's 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 more into more recent anime. Uh, uh, our lovely Baron is also the voice of Gohin from B Stars, the the lovely uh, panda who trains Lagoshi. Oh. Um, and dog oh, fucks, what a voice! Like what a and what a like voice. the fact mm-hmm. that. This is I, the fact that he gets to play with Beren Matsuri's voice. It's so nice because it's not actually technically at face value his typical character, mm-hmm. you know, because he's very he's got a lot of like happy vibes, a lot of a lot of like a lot of bravado in like the first, you know, the first half of the movie. And then you get more of the traditional performance from him in in the, the second half of it. But he's very like charismatic and very bright sounding, and it's well, he's like so... the, he's the MC of the festival, so he's right. Like... He he gets to like flex a little bit, and as far as like, as far as like, you know, I, I mean, there's a lot of like you take a look at you take a look at uh, like everything that uh, Akio Otsuka has done. It's a lot of, uh, I mean, I'm going to say vocal typecasting, not character typecasting, but vocal (laughs) typecasting. We want you to do the thing that you're very, very good at, which makes sense. That happens a lot. I mean, you've got your Steve Blooms and your, your, and, and so on and so forth, where it's just like, we want you to do the thing that everybody really, really likes to hear from you. And it's like, of course, yes. But those moments of getting to take that, take that, oh, here's the thing that everybody likes. It's like, now I get to play with it again, like it's brand new. 
that stuff's amazing. I love that so much. And it felt so good to, you know, hear that again, that first half where it's a lot more jovial, a little bit more like goofy and like he's he's the MC, of course, but even he's taking it not super seriously and just kind of like being very blase about it. Well, and it's he, so he, good. He has won so many times before. Like mm-hmm. and and it's apparent because of we see like the ship graveyards and we mm-hmm. like the sheer amount of and and by experiencing what the other pirate crews or what's left of the other pirate crews have gone through and knowing how much time has passed with Moochie's uh, <laughs> conversation <laughs> with Nami. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. I am Moochie, but like we know how much time has passed. So given what li- like we we need to know just enough to be concerned. And there are moments that different characters have with different plot Mm -hmm. points that are, like I mentioned in the last movie that are for our benefit. So we know, we know the entirety of the stakes because we've been present for all of these different reveals of all of this information. But he like the only, the, the way that you bring it up near the top of the movie, but I would say so at, at the, at the end when, Luffy says, I told you I would never let you hurt my Nakama. And and he just goes, oh, you'll never let me hurt them because he knows he's already won. And yeah. we find out why he thinks he's already won. And yep. he lets out this, it's this uproarious, like not even villainous, like, aha, my plan has succeeded, but just this pure joy that then just goes into the fiercest grimace of, I need to, I need to get this done. And, and I would say it is a blend of him as all for one and Kyoraku Shunsui from Bleach. Who yeah. is like one of the one of the few characters that is like inherently good but mysterious but has like a hard edge to them, and then mm. the pure evil of all for one. <laughs> yeah, it it's crazy too. Just like when the like the not face value stuff that they give us as viewers to get grasped, yep. it's almost like every single scene that is jovial is immediately juxtapositioned with something that's offsetting. Like my very favorite shot of this movie is when Chopper falls into the water and we just get this really quiet moment between this like really like exciting moment of the, the goldfish uh, fight. And it's just this quiet moment of Chopper sinking, Luffy jumping in to save him, Sanji getting them both out. But then it's just this very subtle kind of like pan out. And then suddenly from the like the the fog of the sea, we see a sunken ship that turns into multiple sunken ships. And it's like that was way back it's in the 2000s. Oh, so, yeah. That was the moment that I was like, oh, shit, like something something ain't right here. Like that was it. That it, it took me so much longer than you guys, like by at least five minutes before I was like, uh, what? It's a pretty good movie. <laughs> yeah. But there's so much, uh, there's just so much subtlety. Like I could go on for hours, like shot, I could go shot for shot, but like even the very first shot of Luffy sitting on the masthead, his colors are dimmed. The frame is askew. It's almost like the sea and yeah, it's just like. And we we see his back, like he's just humming to himself. Yeah, but it's like the, the shot like when he makes like the decision that we're doing it, the next shot is everything perfectly straight in frame and he's in the sun. So his colors are right. So it's almost like something's wrong, but it's going to be okay because Luffy is like the only thing that is um, 
not off kilter in these scenes, which is just like, there's so, it's just like, I could go just like, there's so much of that subtlety in all these shots. Even if you don't know what's wrong or like can kind of figure out what's wrong. It's like the, you'll realize it's the palette. The palette's been dimmed. Like at the end of the movie, when Luffy's kind of given up hope, all of his colors are, yeah, they're all dim. And then when he gets his hat back, that is the most colorful part on him. Yep. And there's just a lot of that too. I do love, we've talked about this a couple times about uh, a little bit. I think where Caden is now in the anime, uh, a lot more skin bleaching for characters. But this yeah. one, like they have, they kept true to like Zoro's tan and like Usopp's tan and Robin's chan- t- like tan, like a lot better than in other iterations of the the anime, the uh, other movies and things like that. I mean, uh, heck, even like, even Luffy, like, there's there's Luffy is not uh it's like there's a lot of like yeah in time skip territory there's a lot of like the colors shifted um but even Luffy is not like super pale in mm-hmm. in in like the before times but he 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 a lot of the cast lightens up after that that initial like that 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 time skip but yeah you're right i i I didn't i didn't pick that pick up on that but you're right a lot of the movies tend to lean lighter which Mm -hmm. is a little you know hmm but you know i love again this feels like the team behind this new one piece and Mm -hmm. that is such a fundamental difference between this and the movies we've seen previously for the podcast it felt like the other people read the One Piece cliff notes, but this team were just like, we're fans. This team lived it. <laughs> it's like, we, yeah, it's like, it's, it's the difference between, you know, handing something off to, to, you know, it's like a, a group of people who are familiar with your work or a group of people who have been, you know, it's like invested in the ride with you. Mm-hmm. And that's For what sure. this movie feels like. This is, this is, if anything, I feel like, Mamoru and his team's love letter to One Piece. It's yeah. Like, let us encaps- encapsulate the entire feelings, themes, and everything that is One Piece in an hour and a half and give this to you, Oda, as a present. <sighs> so good. So, it's so, so good. good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so, so good. Um, and that we kind of touched it a little bit, but like, I'm still another thing that uh i didn't really catch back in the day just because it's just like the amount of times people mention gold gold roger or goldie roger and the earlier parts of one piece it's just like a thing to kind of it's just like you understand the fundamentals of the show it's that stringed around the pirate king but like this time around like the subtle mention of like we just met him recently and like the implications of like either they like lost a fight to him and like the whole crew with that it's just like I did not catch that uh, the first time around, and like coming back now and just being like, "Oh wow," because it it's a it's a theme. I feel like when people like meet Roger, it's either like you're fighting them all, or you were on like some level of friendship with him or something. But it's just like the implications there that they with the crew um, they're on like some sort of a footing with him, whether it's <laughs> close or like they're the next step or something like that. There there and- was. There's some sort of relation there. And uh, for people who had, like, you know, maybe going into this movie without watching uh, the show, they do a really good job of having Nami explain why it's ridiculous that he would imply that 
they could, that she could have met Roger. It kind of comes off as like, how old do you think I am? You know, the guy's been gone for 20 years, but it becomes like, no, like this is a plot point of like with these guys, like oh. that they don't realize. Just and and also like going back to that scene of showing both the passage of time with the candle and the amount of champagne glasses, and also the Woet and Shandon as opposed to Moet and Shandon. Nice, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but uh, that oh god, I love stuff like that. And and you when you like sort of wake up and look around and see what what has changed since Nami has starting to Muchi- has been talking to Muchigoro and everything else that's been going on. It's just like, wait, the, uh, and similar, like in a similar vein to the crew, we are scattered. We mm-hmm. like, Oh, what's Chopper up to? Mm-hmm. Oh, Robin went away. Oh, but Sanji's cooking and blah, blah, blah. And we're, we're turning into the theme song. Something's this, and this is that. And this is that. <laughs> uh, and doctoring and got we're, it <laughs> we're lost like we we are similarly lost and then we are left back with luffy also the 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 ordeal of hell evolves several times throughout her tri- the trial sh- of hell the trial of hell um, i think we're thinking ordeal of ball <laughs> yes did we say, are. no they, no no <laughs> <laughs> they did, they, sanity no they did say is. ordeal, but then they started changing it to trial. But I thought that same thing too. I'm like, no, not another one of these. <laughs> um, but we get a a round of goldfish catching. I, it was so cute. The goldfish. It was. Was, it was the whole the whole setup for that was adorable. It was again. It was the whole subverting the expectations of everything. But that moment. If I could just take that moment, put it in a bottle, and just like give it to everybody, it's like this is One Piece right here. This is what One Piece feels like right here. Is this moment of it seems so simple, and then someone does one thing, and then it becomes this grand thing. But somehow it still feels doable, and that's One Piece. And then it, within also within the first fifteen minutes, we got the character introductions on the ship. But then with this first round, we have everybody's sort of general oeuvre. Uh, when it comes to fights of Robin, Robin using her smarts, Sanji running into it to try to get some sort of uh, just any sort of a look from Nami and, and Robin um, Zoro thinking with his swords first. Um, and Luffy like, what's that? I want to punch it. Like we get everybody's sort of general idea of how they fight. And, and it, it's such a well encapsulated <laughs> chopper, choppers chopper turning into a um, cushion. We get this, we get a, a, and a wonderful look of wow. So these people are very interesting, and the Baron notices it. It notices that off the bat as well. Mm-hmm. But, Who are these um, freaks? <laughs> it was like a double freak. You like, another one. I Wait, thought oh. I was the freak of the week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was like the, like again, as we're saying, like reaching for something to complain about with this movie. That was my one complaint about this movie is that, and since we've been talking, I realize it's not so heavily leaned on Nami, I realized that Usopp also doesn't get to use any of his sharpshooter skills. It just He just comes in at the end to save. Uh, it's got nothing to do with his normal way of fighting, but another movie where they don't even acknowledge that Nami has like the ability to fight. It's more of like her being the like witty, um, kind of not greedy, but um, just it's oh. more of like she talks her way out and into things. In she's this a movie. smooth talker. She's able yeah. to like she's able to get out of situations. And I think that that's kind of something that that as One Piece moved on, we lost a little bit of because there was a necessity for Nami to up her game consistently because 
oh, who are these freaks? Um, yeah. every every two seconds. But the fact that this movie allowed you know Usopp and Nami to both focus on where they came from as characters, like the, that that central core of them. You know, Nami doesn't fight because Nami doesn't need to. Usopp never fights because he finds creative ways out of those situations. Zoro, swords. Sanji, feet. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but but the rest of them, I mean, it's like even, even you know, Robin and Robin, again, Robin, who is at this point one of their their most skilled fighters and their most like, you know, they're, they're almost their, they're like, their hidden gem because it's they no. don't know the uh, yeah they're they're they don't know Robin's upper echelons of of abilities quite yet. Mm-hmm. Robin is such a like a, a passive you know person in this. She's doing her own like thing, and it's focused more on what they actually bring to the table as far as you know their character traits and their personality rather than what's the thing you do. You know, do the do the fun thing. Mm-hmm. You know, do the things like oh, pull out to pull out the climb attack. To you know, it's like pull out Kabuto. You know, it's it's, but even, it's more focused on like that was Soga King them. Uh, <laughs> sh- shut, uh, shut. <laughs> How I'm dare listening. you? You you did it first. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> I did do that. Um, no wait, you did it first. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Just because the audience heard me do it first doesn't mean that I actually did it first. How well, dare you? It's much like the movies where anything that's recorded is canon, and anything that who knows who knows oh, if that actually happened. We have no way of going back know? and like taking screenshots and posting it on our Twitter. I'm not making talking. eye contact. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> like about. Deleting several posts. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just like I, there was a a moment in this movie that I remember differently um, thinking of that, that same plot point, Caden, where it's like, instead of having the like staff to use to physically fight, I remembered the, the race scene differently um, from when I first watched the movie until like yesterday when I was watching it again. Um, I, I, I had like some kind of implication that uh, during the boat race that Nami used some of her navigational skills to kind of get them ahead. But yeah. like, Already at that point, it's we just need to focus on we're going to start splitting the crew up. Because um, even like Zoro and Sanji, who should be entirely capable of dealing with this, are like so wrapped up in their own crap that um, it doesn't really matter because that that's kind of not the whole point. of They're too distracted, basically, to focus on what is in front of them. I feel it. I mean, yeah. She does open a rescue box and there's like two handmade china cups inside. Yeah. <laughs> she, she uses them to put out the fire on the boat. She's Such really good, pissed off about it. Such a good bit. I loved the the Kero team or the Garo team, however you mm-hmm. want to put it. Uh, for the ring toss. So thinking thinking about this like basic carnival of ah, goldfish catch, ah, ring toss. And then uh, we get sort of like an exhibition match of Sanji. And um, food. I, I have his name, Kotetsu, of Kotetsu. this giant Tepon oil skating match, which is like just a cool idea for a scene in general. Mm-hmm. But it's one of this thing, one of those things where Tepon is sort of a way to bring everybody at a table together and and for this one experience. And they use it as a way to show how far apart each of the crew members are from each other and they sort of accentuate it with Sanji being like, 
Only food only for people that pay attention, which is a joke in of itself <laughs> because he then goes looking for Robin who wasn't there. But yeah. their their use of that were not even as a real trial, quote unquote real trial, of a way just for everybody to see how how separate everybody is. And and Usopp trying to make the first step of okay, everybody's having a good time. I'm gonna try to to smooth this thing over with Nami, which leads him to walking away or leads her to walking away and him walking away and further conflict, further conflict. And then the final trial, which is shooting. Yeah. No, the shoot game though. Think think about it like that. It's all, it's all festival games. It's fun, fun, fun. But then like, because of the tone that we've hit at that point, it's just all of these scores of people on the Island all have guns and skateboards. So you should, you should run. I, I mm-hmm. love I love like the overall festival theme because even the food they're eating it's like um, okonomiyaki like street food for that mm-hmm. type of stuff. But even the, the the shooting game it's like what does them in is not the guns that they're shooting it's the plates that you would be shooting to win prizes. The plates mm-hmm. explode. It's like again like they really did their homework in thinking like big brain themes. Now that you mention it, the, this episode is coming out like late july what a mm-hmm. great summer movie yeah right? festival and i feel like you know. all of his movies i mean like aside from the scene in wolf children like a lot of his movies are all perfect for summer mm-hmm. yeah that's a good good pull mm-hmm. man this movie rules it's so good this mm-hmm. movie is so good this movie is so good, it, such a good uh, if we're if we're fundamentally talking about one piece as a whole like the whole big shebang of it all where we talked early, early on, like way early on. It's like, if you get to, and it's like, well, uh, Molly, you talked about this very specifically. And then uh-huh. we, we followed it up uh, again more recently. But like, if you show somebody, you know, Arlong, if you show somebody Arlong Park and just Arlong Park and be like, if you don't like this, okay, that's fine. You can walk away from One Piece. But if you, you do you like, like this, that's section, get out. if you do, if you if you do like this, let's start over. Let's mm-hmm. go all the way back to the beginning and let's start this over. I feel like Baron Omotsuri in the Secret Island is that, but in an hour and a half. If mm-hmm. you like the vibes going on here, then please check out One Piece. This is the. I want to introduce you to One Piece. I do not want to overwhelm you. Do you have an hour and a half? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've talked about it. I talk about One Piece fairly frequently, especially since starting the show um, around my wife. And she she was like, you know, we'll give, like, if she watches a show, I'll watch a couple of episodes and then we'll keep watching it. If I watch a show, she'll watch a couple, a couple you know, we share media that way. Um, but in finding out about One Piece and she's like a big pirate media type of person, she's like, that's too much. Like, <laughs> every Every once in a while, it'll be a thing of like, okay. If there's something that you really like, we'll watch it. And Baron Omatsuri is the one that I'm hanging on to of like, this yeah. would be the one. Mm. It's, ah, yeah. yes, please, take, take partake in Baron Omatsuri in the secret partake island. Yeah, just, just, have a, just have a glimpse, just a small snippet. And now I've got you. It's, <laughs> it's, that got sinister so fast. <laughs> Almost like the movie, movie or the impression? <laughs> uh. It's one of those movies that if I wasn't so impatient, I would have said we should watch it last because it really is the <laughs> Pirate King of the One Piece movies. Hey. And it's, it's almost like, 
I'm glad we didn't watch it first because then all other movies would have paled in comparison. But the fact that we're kind of watching it, this kind of this midpoint of the movies that we, we, as like Mark and I have we decided have that we're acceptable. Yeah, to watch basically. It's, it's, it's almost unfair how good this movie is. And then like, I know moving forward, I will, it's just in, not intentionally, but it's subconsciously we'll be comparing it to. And I think I have like, <laughs> since I've seen this movie, I have compared all other anime movies to it. Um, anime like uh, uh, like show not standalone movies but like in pertaining to shows um, mm. has been compared to this movie just from like the outrageous um, integrity of it. You know, I think the only th- if if we want to sort of modernize it, I think I I had a similar amount of oh my god and like oh crap vibes as Mugen Train. Mm. in the in the sense of like oh this is sad or or like like top top notch action rad sequences but just a lot of stuff of like ooh this is sad and and other moments of this is really funny like a well balanced high quality anime film if yeah i mean if you're listening to it at this point i would like to hope that you've already watched the movie uh you've already watched Baron Amatsuri but if you have watched Mugen Train and haven't watched this you, you'd be in similar company, <laughs> but I may be speaking out my uh, uh, my rear end on that one. I, I just so. haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, so oh. you know, not yet. Not, not yet. Without without any spoilies, it it has a similar sort of like turn and then another turn and like it that that kind of like oh are we doing it? I guess we didn't. No, we didn't. Um, Seriously, like, and, and it's a thing of like, wait a minute, how much time is left in this movie? Sort of a thing of like stuff. Stuff happens at a ridiculous pace, an awesome pace mm-hmm. where you you don't know what's going to happen next, and it, it's head of your seat kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, I have read the manga, so I'm fully aware of what happens in said movie, oh, okay. but I ha- I have not seen the the theatrical release of um, what they decided to do with it. So I think that's exciting can, to know. It should be available on on digital by now. Actually, yeah. so. it is. It's not, it is. If you are partaking of uh, the 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 Funimation type, then you can you can watch it there. You should be watching. <laughs> you, you want me to? You want me, I can do that. I can do that. If you want me God, to. I killed can, Molly. <laughs> you want you want to take like that? I'll give you one. I can give you one. Here, hold on. <coughs> Funimation. You should be watching. There you go. Molly, <laughs> enjoy that. Leave, leave sick- Molly's cough in there at the beginning. Bye. Leave the I cough. Was, it's hilarious. <laughs> I was sipping water, Mark, and it just it's like was ginger tea, and immediately into my eardrums when I was taking Whoa. a sip. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. There. I wasn't wow. ready. Man, um, I it's you know we don't. I guess we we said that we didn't want to talk too much about this movie because we wanted like we didn't want people to like really. Even even if you do watch it, you should experience. But if for some reason you are an hour into the show and you're like. I don't know. Just go watch the damn movie. Um, but mm-hmm. I wanted to ask uh, because our last episode we talked way too long about a particular mm. Davy back fight, and so mm. we are I don't now know what you're talking about. I don't a, know what a Davy back fight is. That's <laughs> never heard of it. We are now <laughs> in voice. a similar world of the the possible removal and and like changing of the guard or or like crew going missing or whatever we're in a similar thing of this is a fight for the very survival of the crew i mean i guess the difference is the stakes are 
secret at first, right? Like the they had to go through the trial of hell just to attend the resort, like for admission. Mm-hmm. And they were like, eh, maybe not. Even, and yeah, I mean that's that's it entirely. The um, understanding the antagonist's plan, basically from the beginning. Like Foxy, Foxy has no secrets sorry? about. Hmm? Foxy, <laughs> <laughs> got it, got no, it. You have to bleep that the, one. Boost, boost, boost the gain on that. Boost the gain on that. No. Make sure that everybody hears it. it. I'm no. so happy we have the backup files now too. I'm just gonna isolate that. No. Can we, can uh, new ringtone, baby. Point, new ringtone. Uh, no. Um, but no. But Al is entirely correct. We know what Foxy's plans are from the beginning. He doesn't hide the fact that his entire crew is pillaged from these games. Um, but again, it's a similar motif of like. You know, even friends fight. Like, not everybody is perfectly meshed together. Um, and they're all very different freaks of the week uh, on one crew. But, you know, they still come together. They all have, like, a plan in mind together. But in this movie, we don't know that that is what this guy's end goal is, is to split Nakama apart. Because it's, it's like, almost like this, like, subtle thing at the very end. But realizing, like, because he lost his crew, he doesn't want to see anybody else happy either. I guess, I guess it's implied that he's using a cruise that he captures to create this illusion that his crew's still there. Like yes. the, the entire thing where that flower explodes into arrows, he says that each arrow represents a day of loneliness I've had to endure. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's holding up this illusion that he knows isn't real, but it's like, I just need it to seem like they're still there. Yeah, but even Brief says that, like, his whole thing is, like, to tear Nakama apart because he makes a point to be like, no, I'm that guy's Nakama. And, like, there's no way, like, we're going to win this. Like, there's, you're not going to do anything about it. And that's when he decides to, like, really, like, he's like, oh, straw hat, this guy's your Nakama? Oh, did I miss one? Hang on real quick. Like, and then he starts focusing in and then Luffy runs back. Um, well, yeah, to, the, to the Baron, he's separated, like, by decades from his Nakama. Yeah. Like, he, uh-huh. To him, that that word is basically meaningless. <laughs> well, and the, oh God, yeah. the the unraveling of Baron Amatsuri of this this strong, seemingly this strong willed showman that uh, that Yala mentioned earlier too, and the last scene on the mountain or the last sequence, I'll say, not the last scene, but that whole sequence of him, sort of the final steps of him getting what he wants, at least in this moment. And seeing the full range of sadness, anger, joy, fear, like, Mania. and even his design of the the well coiffed, you know, uh, palm tree hair that slowly gets more sallow and gets loose and starts to cover his face, and then we start to, lo- you know, he loses more and more of his humanity as everything starts to get revealed, and we we lose his pupils. You know, mm-hmm. and and we we just lose more and more and more, and and I, we already put the actor over like crazy, but what a performance! Like one of like, and that's another reason why like I would love for this movie to to be canon, and is so that we can like, it it's canon in my heart. But this mm-hmm. performance and this yeah. villain and everything that happens on this island is something that should be talked about, even though the Straw Hats ended everything. Like if we experience, if we meet like another solo character at any point who was like, yeah, I, I escaped off of this Island with this flower guy. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. I'd yeah. love, I'd love for this to be like talked about at some point or like, yeah. 
There's there's definitely like things about like some of the I mean there's some filler stuff that that that's in the main series. I'm just like I want this to be a thing. It's it's fun enough that this should be talked about. Um and I would like to see more of of that entirely. Uh I do want to take a quick pause real quick and make a very uh important note. Uh, if you have trypophobia, uh, woo, uh, the last half of this is a little rough. Um, it's definitely, uh... And for those who may not know what that is, not me though, but for those who may not know what it is, what is that? <laughs> trypophobia is that, uh, the fear or disgust of those closely packed holes, you know, it's, uh... There's, oh, there's, sure. Yeah, um, there's... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's if you yeah it's should i should i just just for clarification for my sake is that a final form it's the, the transition and the like i see the carnation I see. itself yeah. on the I yeah there's it, some there's it. some stuff on the on the actual like the flower itself in in the later parts of things and it's like um I, i'll put it this way i don't necessarily have trypophobia but uh it's close. Um, yeah, I can I can definitely understand it, having it. Like, it, 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 it definitely like there's there's there it, it it once it gets to a certain point it it will it, it'll hit for me. This was I would say on the lower end of things. If you if you are particularly sensitive to it, then it might hit you. Uh, but just oh god, can you imagine where? You know, at the top of the show, we were like, "If you re- like, you should really watch this movie. Go watch this movie." And then people watch the movie, and they come back and they listen, and they go, "Man, I really would have appreciated that warning before." <laughs> I'm sorry, right I didn't think about it until now because I was just like, I was in my own head thinking about the flower stuff. I'm like, I really should mention this immediately. We'll do, we'll do a PSA. We'll slide in somewhere before we get into it, just in case. <laughs> Um, but no, talk about that shot though, with the crew all like, like oh, blah, blah, blah. that just, just like Caden, we've talked about Sailor Moon before throwback to the first season ending, like where all the, the girls are like strung up like that. And I'm just like, did he work on that? Like, it's so specific in my mind. I'm sure it's a motif to something else, but that's just where from my memory bank, it comes from. Um, especially with posing like Nami's arms like over her head like and then everybody kind of pieced around like so specific to that the grossest cornucopia ever (laughs) it's the baron back fight uh. (laughs) no is that what you've been trying to say this whole time because if so i have so much respect for you on top of the respect i already have no (laughs) sex right that's a word (laughs) but um Um, it, what, it uh, definitely, it's it's the Davy back fight, but directed by Cronenberg at this point. It's just like <laughs> that level of horror. Ugh. So good. I'm looking at the design of the Lily Carnation with all of them. And yeah. it's just like... Some Junji Ito mixed in. Yes, yeah. There's the, all, the, the, yeah, the there's a lot of... of there, well, I wouldn't say a lot of, but there's enough Ito in here to be just like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but also like that's that's uh like i said earlier about giving the audience stuff to to latch onto is before we even get that last sort of figure that last sort of representation of the crew in the lily carnation we see in the huge thing in the huge sort of sprout the crew laid out and slowly fading away and that's that's for us but when luffy even with all of his hands and legs or hands and feet hammered on like on the rock with the arrow, he does that 
epic flipping headbutt to mm-hmm. get just close enough. Oh, that's that one hurt. To see Zoro disappear, Zoro! and that's so. So now it's the thing yeah. of like we've seen everybody disappear, but now that Luffy's seen it, he knows. Like he knows for sure, and that that's that last little bit of him being like they're gone. They're they're gone. They, was, they disappear yeah. in reverse order, right? The reverse yeah. order of them going yeah. through. So it's like each one hurts. Well, it's also like having Chopper be the one that you see the process of. Mm-hmm. It's like that is a, ch- and you know, it's, it's supposed to be Daisy first, but like either way, it's a child and that's awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and just those tendrils, like those wispy, like smoke trail yeah. tendrils coming yeah. out of the thing yeah. and like dangling him. So, yeah. I hate it. I hate it. It's, it's all, it's all nightmare fuel. <laughs> I don't know like where this comes from. I just I am picturing it in his other movies, but when they hit the giant lily carnation stem oh. and it makes that dong noise, he uses that noise in a lot of films too. It's, I like I, I don't know if there's like a significance to it, but um, Island is real. Yeah, exactly. But it's just like <laughs> Sorry. No, it's just like the episode if you haven't. It it reminds me of like shrine bells for some reason. Like the Tory gate, like it's the between for me where it's like here here and there um especially because like the whole thing with the lily carnation like lilies represent death and carnations represent like birth or rebirth or whatever there's they're playing on those motifs of like the beginning and the end in this these scenes so i just i just assumed it was something like that or like even like church bells right like something like that and and even the that last shot of robin seeing the carnation is like a, okay, this island is is starting over reboot in one way, shape, or form, and it's and does does anybody feel that it's like a like feel that it's more ominous? Because I I don't. I think it's sort of the thing of like it's over and this island can sort of start to change and be something new. But did anybody else note Robin seeing the carnation part of? The I assume Lily that was like the actual like, okay, island actually did have a flower, but this was like an invasive species that came and took over. And so that's mm-hmm. like the actual flower she'd been looking for the whole time. That's like before they got there. Um, yeah, Robin searched feeling. for the flower the whole time. Like, I don't, if she thought that the Lily carnation was that, I don't think she would have been as eager to find it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what I didn't get, I guess he you does go, wear them. Go. Oh, what? No, it's just like um, Robin <laughs> finding out about like Lily, not the Lily Carnation, but Baron's Lily, and just being like, "Oh, that's goofed. We gotta go. We gotta get the hell out of here." Yeah. <laughs> he like startled me. Like we do. Robin <laughs> having that amount of tension and that that sort of like um, urgency is yeah. always a sense of like, "Oh wow, it's it's really serious." Well, like mm-hmm. Oda, the way that Oda draws people's eyes when it's a serious moment, I think that always is super successful. And like in those moments where we see the pupils, it's just black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, and that oh. was like that moment where she's like, oh, no, there's no. there's a, the moment the Luffy's walk up when he has his confidence back mm-hmm. and the, punch, the hat uh-huh, mm-hmm. that like the the, you know, the punch. Uh, that sort of echoes a moment much later in the show is is one of those things where I can't I can't imagine they saw that moment and didn't go oh we have to put this in the show somewhere because this this is another one of those super iconic Luffy moments of you you mess with the crew I'm I'm gonna punch yeah you're gonna 
talk shit get hit. I think he hit him so hard that he died, right? Like, it's implied that he <laughs> met his Nakama after that punch. Like, it was voiceover. Like, it's just his soul leaping. <laughs> so, uh, but that's the thing is we we assume just because of that conversation, but you know, again, it not being canon, we don't know. Out of body experience, it could just be like, oh, you get to see everybody. You well, you should just, you know, it's like actually live your life. Kind of, it's like it's kind of open ended enough that, like, again, we could just see Baron Omatsuri later in One Piece and have it totally be just like, oh yeah, okay, it's just, he's got a new, he's got a new. Uh, That's the know? acknowledgement of its canon is he just shows up as like a deckhand <laughs> on another ship and is just like, just hey, like check out my new friends. Out. And they're they... just like they're terrified. <laughs> they turn and, the boat and... around and leave immediately. It's just like yeah. nope. <laughs> I mean, like even the implications of like maybe he's moving on once like the battle is over. Like he himself like has probably lived past his you know expiration date. Um, more of like a uh, <laughs> more of like a venom situation where he's got. But it's like because like the voiceover that we get from the crew, and it seems less of like it was previously stated and more of like, they're having a new conversation of them being like, yeah, we really wanted you to just find a new Nakama. Like it would have been okay. Like we would have been okay if you moved on. Um, at, at the same time, it's sort of like implied when we see the wanted poster of how much younger he was and, you know, probably mid twenties, early thirties. So, mm-hmm. you know, he still has plenty of life to live on. So it, it, I wonder. He's dead to me. He's dead to oh. me. No, that guy moved on, and he went. He went to go hang out with the people that he so desperately had been keeping their images alive. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like that's that's like the 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 bad end. No, that's the, the good end. <laughs> it, it was the good end. The good end is like he did all this stuff, and then his crew was just like, hey, "Dumbass, you shouldn't have been doing this at all." It's like, you well, I guess you're here now, idiot, dead dumbass. It's I don't cool. know. To me, it's just kind of like that that he had no motivation to con- continue living without them. And then even having the like his memory, his his fake ass friends, like his fake the fake memory that he made of them, like even with them gone, that was the final straw. Um, I just found something out that is terrifying. <gasps> Monkey. Uh, the voice of Lily. Is Misa uh-huh. Watanabe. Yeah, uh-huh. Sailor Moon, and let's go. Not just Sailor Moon, but Nevertari Vivi. Oh, yeah. really? That's cute. Yeah. That's, That's cute. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Surprise, surprise. That's cute. That's cute. <laughs> I'm glad that they got, I'm glad that they got <laughs> her back. Maybe. Yeah, man, that's great. But th- uh, and that, that seems to be an ongoing theme, like from from Dead End Adventure, of like, oh, these characters aren't in here, but we like these people. Let's just get. Yeah, them I in. mean, I mean, in studio today. When was when was when was this released? I didn't even check like what year this was released. Oh, so this uh, is pre uh, what two thousand five? So this is pre two thousand five. Yeah. Okay, so this is pre her being a uh, Queen Barrel in uh, in Sailor Moon. Like she was, I don't think she was uh sailor uh queen barrel until until after that so so this happens before and this is her doing like this kind of like cutesy evil thing going on so okay we would all be so lucky (laughs) (laughs) we've taken a lot of wide strokes with talking about this movie um does anybody want to talk about the the caro team 
as I've called them. So Keroji, Keroshot, Kerodek, and uh, Keroko. Does anybody want to talk about our old frog friends? Don't trust old people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how Kuroji spoke in haiku. That was cute. Yeah, well, yeah. I, like, I like all their sticks. Like the guy who could build and he kept rebuilding the boat. Um, <laughs> and like the girl, you know, who's just like, she's like making food. They're making meat and then she starts throwing the chuckle pieces. But I like that in the wanted poster, they're almost shot for shot the same except for the little sprouts on their heads. Mm-hmm. It's just like an. I I understand like the implications of like Baron being like upset about like their youngest member who's just like, why am I still alive? Like I'm not that strong, and it's like, no, you're strong enough. But it's like even him, like there's an inkling of him being like, this doesn't make any sense to me. Like I'm still like learning how to fight and like being on a crew and things like that. I can see like the other end of the spectrum of like being upset about like the older members of the crew being gone too. But yeah, I like that. That's it's so out of the whole movie. That scene, the racing scene, I, I keep forgetting about because there's just it. It just gets plus. Every scene is plused. I I just remember like I remember as it was about to happen. One of my favorite scenes that is just pure comedy is when Zoro's trying to dodge all the bullets and Sanji is is steering the ship, and you just it's just this like. Um, Benny Hill, he's just like running across the ships and then he makes this huge jump and you just hear him go ah, as he's falling and it just takes forever to land back. Oh God, just yeah. just chef's kiss. Awesome biz. There's, there's so many like scenes like that. I mean, they all make a whole, but it's like there's so many scenes I had forgotten about um, and the, the, the fight, the food fight with Sanji, I had forgotten about it because it's not a trial or an or- ordeal. It's just dinner and then he takes it personally. <laughs> Like, they don't have to do that. If my crew is going to eat and I'm paying attention, I'm going to make sure that it's better. It's like after the day he's had, like, he really just wants to show somebody up. And it's just like, takes over from there. Um, but I, I had already forgotten about that scene until it was the dinner scene. I would just like immediately was thinking about when Nami has the conversation with Muchi and like they're drinking because she's wearing that like gorgeous dress. And that's, and that's another thing is the second half of this movie nami's running around in stilettos in a dress like a goddamn champion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what you don't do that during the final boss fight of like your life you don't go around and like all right come on usually the sub boss when i when i go to jurassic world i make sure i'm i'm dressed to run <laughs> dressed to impress the dinosaurs as i run away listen if you can't if you can't take off running in five inch heels and kick somebody in the face? Not worth my time. Not worth my time. Oh man. <laughs> I'll have to try harder. Don't worry. Don't worry. I have classes. I'll teach you. Oh yeah. That's good. Five inch heels though. Five inch heels Wait. aren't that aren't they're not that high. Five inches? Yeah, five inches aren't that high. Come not on, pretty high. Come on. I'm a ruler. Do we is there anything <laughs> else that we want to cover? talk about make sure any any sort of like lingering thoughts or anything that we want to talk about before we we sort of head out because dj dj gappa is like an immaculate design like what a cool character design dj mm-hmm. is such a cool character i wish there was like like i would i would take a series with that character design as the main character i would love that it's such a it's so unique and distinct and like the silhouette is so like this is a main character silhouette. It's like, you will recognize this immediately. It's simple enough, but you will recognize this immediately. It's like, I loved, 
how much detail went into the character design and to all the little, little tiny like details of each like character that was on you know it's like Bernard Matsuri's like team and everything like that while the the main crew got all these really great outfit changes throughout so it's like we're gonna make some iconic you know silhouettes for our own characters and completely like you know fiddle with the the main cast a little bit so we can have a lot of fun with this. It's so good. It's just, it's very endearing in every way, shape, and form. Sort of like a yokai high school, a yokai school sort of a yeah. thing? <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm pretty good with names. Not as good as Al with the Ayo Talk Show, but I'm pretty no, good. No, Yayo Talk Show, Al, Al, Al is the king. Sorry. Al was... Think of the names. <laughs> but uh, I guess one thing I wanted to touch on, I Googled this after we talked about the flowers um, earlier. The flower that we see at the very end is a carnation. So Mm -hmm. it's the transition between Lily, the flower of death, and carnation, the flower of birth. It's like it's a rebirth sort of thing. I wonder, I do wonder how long, like, I wonder if that's just a concept of like, of time too, because who, like, it, it feels like whoever the heart of the island is controls what the flower's purpose is. Because that, like, that coin of, like, life and death is is always, like, two sides of it. So I, I feel like since nobody's there, it's just, it's pure again. Mm-hmm. But it just needs somebody to come there again, and we're back to where we started. <sighs> that whole That whole concept is so interesting to me, where it's like, was the flower always like this, or was it because the host had selfish intentions like was it feeding off of his need for his nakama or was it like his desperation and grief that like turned it on its head is it a parasite of some sort that that you know at the same time we we know enough and we are presented with enough to where okay this is serious we get what's going on uh there's the the shot of uh luffy showered in arrows that I will never forget for the rest oh of my, my life. That's where the, yeah. the red lighting. The, yeah. the Silent Hill really, I feel like that's the moment I would really feel that. It, <laughs> it was so it was so hurtful. Like that hurt to see. It really, really did. And then all the insert shots of like his arms as like the arrows oh. are like bending and flexing yeah. as he's like trying to get at the Baron. And he found hearing, yeah, yeah. hearing the arrows like knock against each other oh. it feels like a i don't know if any of y'all watched the thief and the cobbler as mm-hmm. kids but there's that one scene where like the messenger's like riding back to the kingdom and he has all those arrows in his back and they're clanking mm-hmm. together it's like that mm-hmm. kind of like why is he doing this mm-hmm. <laughs> but and even then like we're not they don't sort of undersell everything that happened they they don't want to animate a a uh a hoodie with so many holes in it. So they have Luffy on his back. That's not the real reason, but it's just, <laughs> it was, it's nice to see him sort of like look up and get that shot of him seeing the crew sort of wake up, but him just sort of lying there being like, everything hurts. And, and everybody else, the movie characters being like, please stop moving. Just stop moving. You shouldn't be alive right now. It was uh, like a shared hallucination, right? There's like something about the Lily carnation could have, everyone experienced these same things, even though they were just flowers moving around. Was it, I, I think it was very real to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, but I think because they became a part of it and they were, they were 
essentially asleep through it. It was sort of like this weird, the, the crew had like a weird subconscious thing, but I think it's interesting. It would be interesting also moving forward that Luffy has the knowledge of absolutely everything that went down. Like not necessarily just like all of the things, not everything leading up to that point, but Luffy remembers. And that's, that's what's important. Well, like this, this whole dramatic experience he had becoming canon and then going into the Shibodi archipelago arc, like, oh my God. Yeah, that makes that so. Like Caden, when you were you were like, ah, this stuff's gonna happen, and that stuff's gonna happen, and and Molly and I were were just like, he's been through it before. In a, in a, mm-hmm. he, as far he as far as he's concerned, he did. But mm-hmm. Luffy doesn't talk about himself that much. He doesn't he doesn't worry so much. So it's why like a movie like this could easily just be like. And it's canon without without really messing with 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 too much of anything. This movie slots in perfectly, like in themes, in uh, presentation, in uh, character arcs. It all feels like it fits, which is why I have no problem just being like, good, 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 great, fantastic. Please more. Like- the horror elements are like dialed up, I think, beyond One Piece normally would go, but the way the characters handle them are exactly One Piece. Like, yes. I would love if there's like sometime in the future or whatever in One Piece where they're like there's some casual festival games or something and they see the goldfish um catching <laughs> booth. And Luffy just casually mentions like, hey, it's like that one time. And everyone's like, What do you mean? Like, when have we ever done this, Luffy? And just like, no, no, no. It was that one time. It was funny. It was like, and that's it. Like, just like a little like looks in camera and winks at the audience like moment. <laughs> so I feel like that's the only, unless they see the Baron, unless they meet somebody from the island or the, the tea room pirates or the mustache pirate. Like, it's like, unless somebody else comes to dig up old memories, like, I don't think Luffy would ever willingly bring it up or like, just like empty brain. If you got to this point and you still haven't watched the movie, what the hell are you doing with your life? Shame on you. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'll agree with that. Shame on you. Wow. You should go watch this film. Because wow. The, if, we, we throw if you're an shame. anime fan, if you're, if you're a movie fan, if you're an animation fan, this, this is, it's a masterpiece. This is a phenomenal experience, no matter who you are. Um, I really hope that we can own it on some sort of collector's edition Blu-ray that comes with Lily or so, like some <laughs> sort of restored like film quality thing. I want it so bad. Um, before we go, does anybody have any sort of final thoughts about the movie before we go? I'm going to go watch the rest of Mamadou's movies <laughs> again. Yeah. Because yeah, I think that's, yeah. I'm such a mood for it now. Summer it's Wars. My- Gonna get the uh, well, you own them all, Caden. I think I'm gonna have to throw down eight dollars for the Funimation subscription today, just so I can watch what I don't have. Go Stop for it, seriously, Funimation. You should be watching. Funimation, <laughs> you should be sponsoring. <laughs> Mister uh, Mister Funimation, hello. You can't you can't hear this, but my eyebrows are waggling. <laughs> <laughs> this could be yours, Funimation. Now that we're done talking about the movies that people can't watch legally, yeah, let's make a push for it. Yeah, <laughs> we've done our time. Now's the time we'll start promoting. But yeah, good, good movie. Um, I checked while now we were, we're all traumatized. Yeah, no, I checked. 
Oh, the it's, drama. <laughs> I'm traumatized. It's wild. There are releases for this movie on Blu-ray, but it's like the German copy, the Spanish mm-hmm. copy. Like, I don't know if there was ever a English release. I mean, not that it would be, it would, it would have to be, uh, um, Pal. you know, locally, locally done or whatever, like, uh, serialized, but, um, there is a UK collection of, or there, there's a movie collection that is from the the film the, of the of the the movies, not all of the good ones. It's but it's four through six, so it's Dead End Adventure, Curse of the Secret Sword, and Baron Amatsuri. But it is a it is a UK, I presume, PAL collection. I don't know how difficult it is to. Also, I don't know if it's well. It's got toy on the front. That doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean that it's official. But uh, you know most most players these days seem to be region free, but I also mm. don't know what's stopping uh Funimation from maybe it's licensing. Maybe there's some sort of, so, some sort of licensing stuff that they have to get through uh, like some per- per- perpetuity sort of thing of like companies having certain ownership or whatever, but mm-hmm. like, come on, just get, just buy out of it. I would, I, I would love this. I would love to own this movie on Blu-ray. Like, just, I want to buy this. Let me yeah. buy this. I would like yeah. to. I mean, look. Let's just put it this way. I want to support all of this. Yeah. With monetary stuff. It's like, listen. We'll throw money I, at I, you. I Got want you, here. D- shut up and take my money. I want to buy <laughs> exactly. these she things. She said the thing. She said the thing. <laughs> I want to buy this. I want to buy this stuff. It's why the moment, like, uh, and and I'll put it this way: there's there's some 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 one piece stuff that you can see free on Funimation. You oh. can see it free. You can you can dip your toe into the water for free with some ads. But at a certain point, you gotta pony up. And I was just like, I'm paying for it. I want. I mean, the the, the thing is, it's like I'm already I already I'm already paying for Funimation. But the point is, the point is, is that. I am happily paying for this subscription because I'm enjoying it so much. It's like, I mm-hmm. want to support these things as officially as I possibly can. And I mean, there, there, here's, here's, the, here's the capper for everything. There is so much that we do not have of One Piece. There is so much that we don't have of so many other anime. Let me buy it. Mm-hmm. Let me buy this stuff. I want more of these things. I want, it's like, listen, I know One Piece doesn't need the extra, you know, funds or anything in that particular way. It's one of the most popular anime in the world. Support this indie anime. That doesn't, that doesn't, (laughs) that doesn't detract from the fact that I like what I'm seeing and I want to support it. And that goes for pretty much anything. If you like something and you have the means to pony up. I mean, that's how things get made. That's how things continue. I mean, there's so many anime that have just like, I want a season two. I want a season two. So I go out. I buy the merch. I go out. I I, I buy the, the Japanese Blu-rays. I do this. It's like, please count my numbers. Count my numbers. I'm, I'm here for this. I'm, I'm here. I'm present. Count me because I want you to see this as the number. And I want you to see that it's not just a number. It's a number from it's like, I'll, I'm going out of my way to buy something that in in most situations I can't even play on my version of things. So I have to buy another version of a thing so I can be able to watch it here. So that's how much I'm here for this. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. I agree. Yeah. I mean, let us fund future content. You're turning down free money. Why would you do that? 
And then also, once we do have the official release, we'll host the party at a theater, like we said at the top of the show. There it is. I have the DVD, the Toei Japanese DVD release of the movie. Mm-hmm. Legal, legal gain, legal gain. I could just as easily. I I just bought the, it. Is that a threat? Pl- Are you plug the DVD player up to the big screen? I'm just saying, I bought it by legal means. It's a it's a legal copy of this this movie. We could just as easily. So long as we don't make money off of it, we could just as easily watch it all together with, you know, a couple hundred friends. <laughs> I mean, we can rent at movie theaters these days. Yeah, yeah. why not? This is happening. We're making this plan live. Um, so if you watched Verona Monsterty with us, or if you had any previous uh, experience with the film, we want to hear from you. Make sure to hit us up on social media, at Twitter, at Yayo Talk Show, um, or, or leave us a... Uh, an iTunes review, if you haven't yet, that really helps us out. If people, um, it it helps people find the show. So go to iTunes, leave us a review, and if you write a little review, make sure that uh, that we see it so that we can read it on air. And if you're in a different country where you could probably buy this film legally, uh, make sure to take a picture of your review so that we can see it because it doesn't show up in our particular iTunes store. But we appreciate everybody for listening. Um, until next time. Where does uh, where where can the folks find our various members of the crew? Caden, you can find me at Caden Jensen on pretty much every social media: Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram. But you can also find me on the Rooster Teeth website, and that's just K D I N, Caden. And by the way, it's Jensen with a Z, J E N Z E N. No S is here. Thank you. Wait a minute. So wait, Caden, you're saying that people can see you on the the RT store. RTX or RT store. RTX. I have merch. I have merch at the RT store. I do have merch. uh, Stays and merch. uh, Model employees merch. I also have uh, a a trans clothing line that benefits uh, the Marsha P. Johnson Institute. 100% goes to charity. You can you can check that out there, too. If I'm if we're doing a plug, then we're doing a plug. We're doing a plug. I mean, RTX just happened. In real time, it was mm-hmm. last weekend. And, oh my gosh, and, and, that's when this is coming out. Oh my god! Oh my god! What do you mean? It's just it just happened. I'm yeah, we we're recording the day of. So <laughs> oh no, we are not. <laughs> Make sure to go back and and watch the various panels that uh, at least Caden and Al are going to be on on some panels from RTX. Go back and watch them if you missed them. I do that. I mean, yeah. you got to introduce the rest of the, the the crew with their own social Dude, media. That, that was more of a that was more of a tea. Oh, there's of, a plug. You want to you want pl- like I mean, well well what are the RTX panels that you're a part of? That's that's a fair question. Uh, that is. Can you go first? Okay. Uh. Well, let's see. There's the uh, rainbow panel that we do pretty much every year. I'm going to be uh, running that one. I'm going to be the 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 head gay of it all uh, for the first time. <laughs> which is very cool um let's see um also doing a stay zen panel uh which uh again this all already happened uh but if you want to check it out it was uh me and 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 barbara uh which very excited for and uh because you know me i love cartoons i'm in cartoons and Mm -hmm. uh uh hella gay uh, we uh, we have a representation in animation panel that is going to be featuring a lot of lovely folks from out from from RT animation from all walks of life, and we're going to be talking about what representation in animation means and what it's like to be working on shows that people watch and trying to 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 make the world a, a better place one cartoon at a time. 
That's yeah. a great tagline. Mm-hmm. Alan, I know you're in some. I'm only on one panel. Um, it's the Webtoons Comics to Animation panel, uh, where I think I'm going to talk about how we made uh, The Monster Under My Bed. Uh, yes! Which is, uh, Ooh, it's you so can good. watch right now. Yes! Everybody go back and watch those RTX panels that have definitely already happened. And they totally went well. They were great. But Al, where, where can the folks find you for that for that uh, panel or for anything else that you might be posting on the socials? You can find me at Al McClellan JR on Twitter and basically everything else. A-L-M-C-C-L-E-L-L-A-N-D-J-R. And you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, at Mark B. Donica. A little while ago, I finished up a Nuzlocke run, which was just absolutely insane. Um, so we're moving away. We've been moving away from Pokemon. I've been eyeing the One Piece game on my shelf, but there's still a certain place that Caden needs to get to before I feel comfortable. And maybe we do that on our Twitch channel of Yayo Talk Show that may or may not exist, oh, but who knows? Really <gasps> We yeah, do have a Twitch, Twitch channel. Uh, make sure and go to twitch.tv slash talk show and subscribe. We'll follow because you can't subscribe yet because we're not affiliates. But uh, go check check that out. Be ready because we're planning some fun stuff for Twitch because we just like hanging out together because we are a legit crew. We're, we're not just people brought together for any particular reason. Cruno. We're, we are legit Cruno and and... I love you guys, and this is a this has always been a wonderful experience, and I can't wait. We're gonna keep going, and we're gonna keep sailing until some sort of redacted spoiler happens. So, Molly, where can the folks find you on social? I absolutely thought we were just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> we got everyone, everyone, everyone who's working on RTX. That's the full crew. Well, well, we're also just we're also just doing our regular <laughs> outro. Yeah, no, uh, you can find me on Twitter. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at t e h f l o d to flood, uh, and on Tumblr at Molly Flood, Molly K Flood, and we have a Yayo Talk Show Tumblr now. So if you want gifts, because uh, I'm nasty, if you want <laughs> memes, if you want. Fan art, uh, well, I have full control over it. It'll there's a lot of good stuff on there. I assuming control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is when this is when Molly just goes to that. It's like the the day the episodes come up. It's like here's the stuff. Here's the here's the the images from this arc or this movie. Please come to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every time. And rightfully so. Going along with how most arc sagas and movies have ended. Now that you listen to the episode, you've joined our crew. With that comes the responsibility of telling your friends, leaving a comment, a review, following us on Twitter at Yayo Talk Show, and let, letting Caden watch the show and the canon films in peace. So come aboard, and we'll see you next time on Yayo Talk Show. Talking about One Piece. piece.